and a one, and a two, and a one, two. Two Fat Men Talk Star Trek The Next Generation. Join us on our continuing journey. Do I do kick it here or no? Yeah, I'll do kick it when I kick it. Fair enough. <laughs> so you sound better? Uh, well, it just takes me, what, about an uh, half an hour to the cover? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, that's not bad, actually, considering the state I picked you up in. Oh, dude. You were Barry White. You were full Barry White. <laughs> the Wallace of Love. But instead of the Wallace of Love, they just call me the Wallace. I mean, uh, have women done that? Oh, have men done that? Brian respects hot the goddess of gender. <laughs> How very metrosexual of you. I don't get that. I might be the light wing weirdo, but I'm still tolerant. I don't know why I'll respond to that. I know. <laughs> I'm tolerant most of the time. Apart from to Christians. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I don't see why their imaginary person should be held to such a regard with this other imaginary person. <laughs> <clears throat> Welcome to the eighth episode of Growing the Beard podcast. Guten Tag. Episode entitled Picard Maneuver. Yes. We- just, just do not check that term on Urban Dictionary and scroll down a couple bits. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know people are going to do it now. Very naughty, don't do it. Don't even go on Urban Dictionary. Oh, Urban Dictionary is great, especially for some of the little random things, such as... I would have thought TV Tropes is better. I love TV Tropes. I'm, I must be on TV Tropes at least ooh, a good two hours of the month at least. Also, here's another one for Urban Dictionary. Do not check what a lusty venture is. That one now. Uh, it's a Venture Brothers reference, but people turned it into a thing. Something worse, I'm guessing. They actually do it in the episode. They, nobody in the episode can uh, attribe what a lusty venture is and they just keep going down some deplorable sex acts. And it's like, no, this is a lusty venture. No, this is a lusty venture. No, this is a lusty venture. Like, That's like the... Um, is this is on the same sort of like mental thing as um, on Scrubs where the janitor has this ball game that he asks JD to play. He's like, of course I know what, it's scribble ball. Oh, yeah, they, he made up the rules as he goes. Yeah, he's like, and now you're on the death line. Have <laughs> <laughs> mercy. Uh, no, they, it's just when anybody says ball game and janitor, I just always think double or nothing. Double, oh, with the... Uh, yeah, give us like the cotton buds in the jar. They say, double or nothing, double or nothing, double or nothing. How much does he owe now? About two thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> they did that wrong. They did, did maths on that, and it was like they would have started if he actually did it as many times. It double or nothing. He'd be owing like so many millions, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> so, uh, this episode, <clears throat> the eight, the ninth episode of Star Trek, eighth yes. released. Stupid double episode. What do you mean, stupid double episode? The first it's... episode was episode one, two. Yeah, that, uh, they, it's a good way to kick off a series. I know, but why didn't just point episode one, not a double episode? Because it was the least over two parts. The, the, no, it wasn't, because it was the eighth released. The Battle. Ferengi's part two. Basically. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, yes, we have your old ship. You can look at it. Oh, it's actually a trap. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Story by Larry Foster, directed by Rob Bowman. I actually, there's nuggets of information. Did I tell you before? It was, uh, this was two, three weeks ago now, but uh, never mind. The Stargazer w- was originally, the, the actual design of it was supposed to be Constitution class. Uh, yeah, because we went over this, and I think it was at the first or second episode, because yes. the Stargazer <laughs> wasn't a Constitution, and I messaged you afterwards, actually, yes, it was a Constitution class. Oh, that was the one, yeah, so we're only like seven episodes late for this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's catch up. Yeah, because I thought it was a Miranda class. I've always had in my head that the Stargazer was a Miranda class. I thought I had it made it was an Excelsior class, and no, it wasn't an Excelsior class, because that's what thing you had, Sulu had. Mm, yeah, the... Uh, Excelsior class was like the Enterprise B and C, wasn't it? I should know this. Mm. It was definitely no, the Enterprise I- C because Tasha got nasty in the pasty. <clears throat> well, probably not of her own volition, then, which is the problem. Oh, yeah, no. Would have been. Not- oh, uh, yeah, because she did it to help the other convicts, didn't mm-hmm. she? It's like, all right, you can. And she tried to escape and then got killed. Yeah. By her own daughter. And we're shooting very far in the future here. Yes. Or the yes. past. <laughs> Timey wimey ball of the bleh. <laughs> That's the next episode with Q. Q who? Hide and Q. Ah. Uh-huh. Which one's Q who? Is that a later series? I know there's an episode called Q who. I, um, that is, isn't it? It is because human. Might be. Or is that a voyage, a voyage one? I couldn't tell you. Like it's, I just know the one that turns human. There's a bit of a debate online whether was that Q's pran all along. He was just messing with everybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to that later. Yes. Uh, what we're we talking about? Oh, the constellation class. Yeah. yeah. But it was supposed to be constitution class. Mm. To the point of that, even the model was supposed to be a uh, a mo- uh, the the model that the you, we see on there was originally, I think, a modified Enterprise A. All right. Which or oh, Enterprise the original, and they end up changing it. But all the words were done before. So when we look again, I watched it last night. Yeah, I <clears> didn't <throat> watch this episode already because I was at a birthday party Ev- last night. Everyone can tell in your voice. Yeah. It's like looking back to when you were eighteen, because we've known each other for years. Like, is we weren't that socially awkward, were we? At this birthday party last night, all the like eighteen-year-olds, freaking socially awkward, those sorts. What year over eighteen? College. I was. Um, uh, I can remember. Oh no, I was. Eight, I would have been eighteen first year of college, so I was pretty social awkward then. Yeah. Uh, no, no it can't no, be right. I don't know. No, because if you remember, like, me and Damo asked if we could still get EMA, even if we turned up late, and then we turned up in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah, and I got gave daggers. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's my birthday, and we're going out. Uh, can we still get our payment? All right, I'll tell you what, if you're there for the second lesson, I'll sign all of them. Yeah. Ta for that. Drag ourselves in at, like, half one in the afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, we overdid it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just passes your form. <laughs> Speaking of college, guess who I ran into? Everton. No. <laughs> um, John. Oh, ah, I missed John. He was a fun dude. Yeah, he's old now. <laughs> he was old when we were in college. <laughs> well, no, well, not really. Well, he was, but like back then, he was like... He was at least in his 60s when he was... The, at... the thing is, you only know college him, but yeah. there's football him as well. Like, take no shit referee. <laughs> uh, and when I was talking to people that knew him there, they were like, "How? Yeah, he's he's a he's a he's a restrained college tutor." <laughs> I'm like, "I'm as surprised as you." <laughs> I predominantly remember him from doing the pub quiz. 
Oh, I took you there one day, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. Oh, hi, John. Oh, Brian. Uh, that answer's long. That answer's long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, he was... Uh, he doesn't do it anymore now. I think he's had enough of it. But uh, you... Uh, the, obviously, the Christmas one we went to. I can't even remember. I don't... I think we went... We didn't go to Christmas one. I went there with my dad. Um, but he was... It's one of the only times he was at the quiz and he was heavily drinking alongside everyone else. <laughs> and it came because it's like old school quiz, not on smartphones now. And it was like he's going through all the answers we're all marking for the streets. About halfway through, I mean, it hasn't got false teeth, but I'm pretty sure they nearly fell out. <laughs> okay, so where were we? Uh, <laughs> uh, we've literally just got to the title we're on about a constitution crash ship. Yeah. Um, constitution or constellation? Constellation. It was constitution. This is what I thank you yeah. very much. Um, <laughs> so it was actually uh, redubbed, and it's all okay up until they've got uh, the scene where it's Geordie who says constitution, and it's redubbed over it. I wasn't looking for it up until that point, and I saw it, and it looks really bad. Yeah. Might have to have a look. Has it still got like the spenny that Warpner sells? Like, no, it's it. It was. It would have been that. But they were when they were recording it and making it. That was what they were going for. That's mm. why. Oh, the Constitution class. How nice and all. But then they just changed it over because it's because they didn't want um, overlap. Yeah, I think they wanted to have something a little bit different. They wanted to stray away from like OG stuff. Yeah. And um, they were like, well, we don't want to use Constitution either. So what sounds like Constitution? <laughs> what will get people constellation? Um, <laughs> what will have people? Uh, you know, talking on podcasts, getting words confused <laughs> just for the S and Gs. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. This episode is not going to take a lot to get me confused. I'm pretty sure I've still got like a fair bit of alcohol in my system, which, to be fair, happens a lot on this podcast. Ain't going to lie. I know more than usual though. Yeah, the trekkies are going to be very moist. <laughs> not only is it a Scottish accent, it's very raspy now. I find that very hard to believe. If like you've got a thing about a fat Scottish woman with a speech impediment, you're in a very small minority. Great, so we're going to have like... Well, I'm not going to kink shame, unless the shame is... Yeah, I mean, great. unless your kink is shame, don't kink shame. Kinky little feckers. Give me that in. Anyway, uh, yeah, so what happens in this episode, like, it's like literally Picard is given his old ship, which was left derelict somewhere, did they actually explain that? Just yeah, I was actually wondering about the last uh, last night. I had to watch it twice. Um, obviously, I was like literally finishing it as you texted me at about two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, which is why I look a bit tired as well. But yeah, because I'm thinking, is this episode going to be basically Picard lost a ship, <laughs> or or did I mean, because it yeah, didn't get destroyed? There are a few plot holes that need to have noticed because mm. apparently um, they had to abandon it after the battle. Yeah. Yet the Ferengis found it. Did absolutely no maintenance on it, and it's still and it was fine under its own power coming out. Yeah, yeah. it's like I'm sorry, this wasn't. But as we've said multiple times on this podcast, we forgive series one I, I because think, it's series one. Yeah, I think it was a bit of an insurance job, though. Really, <laughs> they called it a write off and buggered off. Uh, does the federation do that? I mean, <laughs> we don't believe in money. Uh, what about Latinum? <laughs> yeah, they just trade it for. Uh, Corks credits, don't they? <laughs> yeah. They... <laughs> so, how about we exchange this for double the amount of quark credits? Oh, that's good because the Federation doesn't use money anyway. What? <laughs> <laughs> You'd think he would have known anyway. Armin Shimlin's been working with the Federation for a very long time. That wasn't Armin Shimlin, uh, the Ferengi. That was one of his underlings. Again, well, that's just bad management then. Uh, it's it's hiring stupid staff. Yeah, so bad management. <laughs> but. Yeah, a Ferengi, half your kind of MO is knowing how economics work. 
And you That's don't know that... It's definitely f- one of the lower rules as well, one of the early rules. Mm. Yeah. Not Rule 34, but... Oh, let's not get into the Rule 34. You don't know what Rule 34 is? I know what Rule 34 is. What's Rule 34? Uh, if there isn't prawn of it, there's going to be prawn of it. No. The rules of acquisition. Oh, okay then. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on internet little fame for I was waiting for like the little sixty something where if there's not a female character there's gonna be a female character gender swapped. Oh god. Yeah. Alright, what's the thirty four acquisition then? War is good for business. But only at a distance. Yes. Quark made his most money when he was an arms dealer. He just couldn't sell to which makes uh, rule thirty three a bit more funny. Well it makes rule thirty three makes rule thirty four funny. Okay then. Rule thirty three. Peace is good for business. Rule 34, war is good for business, but only at a distance. Well, it's like, if you're smart enough, anything's good for business. Yeah. It's just well, that's why there's like over 200 rules of acquisition. <laughs> yeah, because didn't they release a book of the rules of acquisition? But like, they just filled in a load of nonsense for most of them, because not over 200 of those have been done. No, Yeah, but a lot of I mean, I think overall, so there's about 200. There's about 200... <laughs> Jeez, that wasn't me. Yeah, sorry, I've got Newcastle Brown going through my system. Dirty boy. Uh, I've got it somewhere, actually. About 200 have been mentioned. Yeah. But uh, I'm letting it pass because Armin Shivman did a lot of stuff on the book. Yeah, and uh, didn't the Voyager episode, they, when Neelix was pretending to be a Frangie, there's like, oh no, there's now 300 of those of acquisition. Oh, you've been away a long time. <laughs> I haven't actually done the. Uh, I don't do voy. I don't do voy. 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 Uh, it's it's not perfect, but it's a good background watch. Look, it's equal now. Okay, from from there's coffee in that nebula. Pom for night. Do you like the picture? Sent you. <laughs> That's Which bright. one? I sent you two. Actually, you you were probably drunk. I definitely was. I, I it was it was a really crappy editing. Send back to you because I just thought of two things and. Um, that that um, oh yeah, I remember them now. Yeah, this was that one, which just made me funny. Yeah, when you hear your favorite Star Trek podcast isn't growing the beard, and then it's my favorite temperate at the moment. And then I had to fuck up that one. But, yeah. When Pom Fortnite is cancelled, which is really good. <laughs> like the, <laughs> that is that is the yeah the <clears throat> the the two best nights on a starship: Pom Fortnite and Cream Pie Night. Cream. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know which is which? Uh, the pies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the, How do you know which is which? Great <laughs> intended dislocates a jaw for cream pie night. <laughs> how, how, how do you know which one's which? <laughs> Blood sport, predominantly. How do you know which one's which? <laughs> oh, God. This is getting worse and worse, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, the, I was meant to edit the last episode on Thursday, but stuff got ahead on me. You guys have been meant to edit. I'm just calling this like the raw stuff, and then I'll just edit it as I go along. Yeah. Edit and release, then. Things might change. I still got to make an Anchor website. Uh, anchor? Spotify Anchor profile, yeah. yeah. I haven't done that, yeah. Need to refine the bloody paper with the email address on as well. Yeah, and I'm talking to my artist on my birthday, so I'll have a gander at her then. You'll have a gander at her, or I'm the government and her things? Uh, both, because she's a nudie model. Yeah. But could I, could I, didn't I tell you that she does like nude live model and stuff? No. Yeah. Well, I'm not shaming. I mean, is it OnlyFans or is no, it no. more artistic? Uh, no, it's artistic. Like she 
basically goes to art classes and stuff and stands and does poses and uh, she's actually got a somewhat okay business online. She that just does reference photographs. Oh. It's all oh, like she that put one up the other week. Like she was like in ballet shoes and stuff. I just messaged her. Rach, my feet hurt looking at that photo. You, you must have been in agony. <laughs> but uh, uh, like for the people just... that don't know what's going on here, Bear's just looking at me like and like what what the hell, man. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at you, thinking. I wonder when you're going to ask you if you can do some like nude modelling. So I know you. I bet you've already asked her, haven't you? No, I haven't, because I don't see her that way. No, as in like, oh, so I mean, did you get paid for nude modelling? Yeah. So I bet you've asked her then. No. No, I mean you've asked her to give you a reference to the college or university that she oh, nude models, oh, so right. you can get paid to nude model. Uh, I don't. I don't know. They would need very good eyesight to like to like do a picture of my you <laughs> I can just imagine you like doing the uh, leg race sort of thing no no like everybody has got a naked pose it's naked time <laughs> mine is the thinking man so give <laughs> that actually comment below what is your naked man pose or naked women or naked womex or so send us an email on um, person pose <laughs> is it growing the beard pod at gmail.com I don't know but we shall edit it into here growing the beard pod at gmail.com oh, so we've lattled on for 20 minutes here yeah, are we going to start the episode yes I can't, uh, remember, I can't remember how it ends but it's weird so we'll see you after we've watched the Picard manoeuvre Again, do not go on Urban Dictionary and check out what Picard Maneuver is. Or do, and put it in the comments below. Kick it! Do you love animals? Are you a long-lived species? Are you on a long-term space mission? The people of Copernicus have you covered. Soon-type android pets. All the love and emotions of a real companion, but with none of the food requirements. Even specialist items like a cat-sized Mugato or Mugutu or Mugato can be obtained. Visit Pelias today and talk to one of our friendly staff. Ask for our spot to deal. Um, what excellent adverts they were. Yes. Uh, to carry on the joke, if there was four, I would buy four of them. Oh. <laughs> you know the chances are we're going to be like talking. We're, we're going to be doing the adverts. Hmm. I'm not having automated adverts on this podcast. Uh. Need fifty listeners first, though. I don't think that'll happen for a long while. Mm. Nah. Well, uh, they is. I've uh, shown a bit of it to Gav, and Gav really likes it. Yeah, but Gav really likes you, though, so yeah. he'd love anything you made. Including that dookie on his shed. The, the dookie on his shed? I don't know. I was going to say chest, but it came out of his shed. I don't know. Brain. You dying. You pooed on his chest? No, no. It's it's a reference to something that is nobody else will get but us to. <laughs> well... Look, we don't kink shame here. Apart from if that is your kink. Yeah, then we will shame. Mm. On the holodeck. <laughs> <laughs> During Pond Far Night of the Vulcan Nightclub. Anyway, let's get back to it. Yeah. Zoidberg. The Zoidberg ship. Yeah. It, and whenever I think of Zoidberg and Star Trek. Well, she. Oh, really? No, I always think of Zoidberg hiding behind the Klingon embassy. <laughs> I don't remember that, actually. When he's running from the crowd after he eats the flag. Nah. And it's like something, something embassy, something, something embassy. Then the big flamboyant pink Klingon embassy. 
You don't know they click on them. Nah. Get a picture out right now. They, I am working in very little brain cells at this point in time. I drank too much last night. Oh, actually, uh, pause. I need a poo. <laughs> I'm pausing, but oh my god, that's thing. And back from the toilet. I'm definitely keeping that in. Yeah. What? The, the, stop, the poo. What do you mean? Oh my god! Oh! <laughs> they ails, they're not good for your digestive system. They taste really good, but the next day, mm-hmm. everyone around you. I'm of a Guinness fan. Oh, I do like a Guinness. Other well, Harper's not a fan of Guinness. Mm. Yeah. I, they, I, I think at the moment, stout's probably my favourite. do like a stout. Well, that's Guinness, isn't it? Like Murphy's, I like. Yeah. Last time I had Murphy's, it tasted too sweet. I was like, a beer shouldn't be sweet. Literal coffee. I sent you the picture. Oh, okay then. Let's, let's have a look at real time what beer sent me. Ah, okay. That That is a very pink embassy. <laughs> I mean... Like the Klingons are all about love and compassion. I don't see why they would have that. <laughs> yeah, so I think a Zoyberg. What that is, the Zoyberg ship. It's got the thing. Whoop, whoop, whoops around. Yeah. Are you about the Ferengi vessel? The Ferengi vessel, yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's shaped like a crow, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I thought you meant the Stargazer for a set there, and I was like, why is he saying Stargazer's a like, Zoyberg <laughs> ship? I, I don't know. Because it's uh, it's got, I don't know, four nacelles. <laughs> Hasn't though, has it? It's like got like it's got the regular amount of nacelles, just like the inverted. Well, not inverted, the vertical instead of horizontal. No, four of them. Sure, there's only two. Oh, this is gonna have to be a real. Bear's just now looking. Wait. Wouldn't be that you would have to look at the uh, stargazer itself. Four. Okay, I stand collected. There, see. And. I'm sure I only saw two in the cells, but if, like, uh, that's what the Star Trek website says, I shall step for the Star Trek website. I mean, I can go back. I mean, we see, we see the front on, there's two there, and the side, and there's two on the side. Mm. They're there. They're there. Uh, look, I, I'm giving you a Star Trek free pass because you're a little bit hungover. Yeah. Okay, ta for that, mate. Ta. You're welcome. You're welcome, ladies. <laughs> one for the ladies? Well, what's the second one for? That's just for me. <laughs> You notice the holographic fish as well. I didn't notice that. Well, it's a common fan theory that uh, Picard has holographic fish. Well, real ones would be just mean. Well, why are they have robotic ones, though? Yeah, I don't know. Like, as, as, like, maybe Data's got robotic ones just to carry the theme across. Didn't he poke out of Amelia? Hmm? There was, was, there was the, the start of the Sherlock, and there was a fish, he's like, he put it in, and he was like, poking the fish. Don't remember that one. Brain. A couple episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. I know that, but I don't remember messing with the fish. I'm sure he did. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Let us know in the nah. comments below. Nah, because I memed that episode quite a lot, and I don't remember messing with the fish. He poked the fish bowl. Okay, I'll defer to your knowledge I'm here. Sure of it. If he didn't, well, let us know. Now I'm surprised the holographic fish though. I didn't notice that before. Yeah, because it, it only really popped into my head because there was a clip going around uh, the internet last week or the week before. Uh, like, uh, I'm pretty sure it's in this series, might be the next one, because they had the, the the series one and two uniform, you know, for the little stripe on the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, like, it was called to the bridge or something, and 
Lake has got a holographic porn in his quarters. Holographic porn. It's uh, they. He gets called somewhere, and he's got a program of two scantily clad women in front of him, and he switches it off. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a like, okay, but you kind of if like you had that tech, you probably would. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean that's just the other rule for eight four, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Like, we've all seen the Lower Decks episode where they have to clean out the holodeck afterwards. We have. I, I, well, I haven't heard the uncensored version. Well, let's just say there was a lot of, like... A lot of beep in the beep filter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it would be used for that. It really would. <laughs> I mean, Voyager used it for that on their Pon4 episode. <laughs> Oh, uh, this crew member Don't. is going through Pond 4. Ah, just stick him in the holodeck, he'll be fine. Don't forget uh, Quark's most popular programme, Vulcan Slave. Uh, no, I've always been a fan of the Andorian waifu. <laughs> <laughs> so what, just like Klingons with less spikes? Klingons don't have spikes, they have ledges. I mean, like, less violent, but only slightly less violent. A little slap around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but as we said right the other week, we're pretty sure that Kringon kinkiness is actually the most sensual lovemaking ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, because their normal mating habits are very violent, so that their little kink is, no, no, I just want to be held tonight. <laughs> you dirty degenerate. <laughs> Me and my wife, we held hands. You dirty C-U-N-T. <laughs> Where's your black eye? Where's the bruises? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we don't do that. Oh, you're one of them, are you? <laughs> I just have the uh, like, visions of the DS9 episode where Quark and the Gregor <laughs> go on. And then five minutes later, it's like Worf and Jadzia. It's like, I don't ask any questions. Just go over there. <laughs> okay, treat my patient that one. I'm not going to ask any questions. That's even worse because that's like, that was Bashir's brush yeah. as well. Yeah, but then he got to get with Esley. Yeah. Who, and who in real life hasn't aged at all. She has. She hasn't. Uh, Nic- slightly. <coughs> I mean, you know. Nicole de Beer's aged. I, I remember showing... I mean, was it that... Uh... But I remember from the dead zone, and she was very much, like, mature in the dead zone. Uh, I can't that... years ago now. It wasn't that long ago. Hmm. And it was like, she it was like um, Halloween, and I showed the picture of the elf, and I'm like, not aged. Uh, and you, I uh, think your response was long like, it, it kind of helps that she's basically travel size. So it's like, be the short people don't tend to age as quick. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just sub, like, some subconscious bias I've got. <laughs> short people and gingers. <laughs> well, and they and Asians until they get to 50, then they age about 20 years and two days. But the downside to that, Mm. Don't grow beards. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, just don't know what it is. Or they just can't go facial hair, which is I, weird. I think it's mainly just like when um, shows show it, mm. they have to film a certain amount of time. Yeah. So when something's a year later, it's actually only about two weeks, maybe. <laughs> oh yes, this man has been isolated for five years. No, this was recorded two weeks ago. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So um. Wesley does a Wesley. 
Yeah. And Picard Thank bollocks. you. Uh, 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 Adults. Uh, that's oh, later shut on. Shut up, That's my favourite quote, that is. <laughs> but the first time he comes on, he should have like called Darwin and gone, hey, there's going to be something alarm. Uh, yeah. Proximity they, alert. Yeah. Said so he, he walks on there, and then Picard <coughs> walks on, and he's like, what do you think you're doing? Uh, maybe if there's going to be an alert, you send us a message <laughs> instead <laughs> of... <laughs> Like, instead of killing maybe 10 minutes to get to the... <laughs> Just so you can come down here and swing your dick around for you. That was a bit... That oh. was a nice bollock. I like that bollock enough. Oh, uh, oh, it's Wesley. I'm smarter than you, crusher. Get back to engineering. <laughs> <laughs> the next one was... I wrote down was... Data being referred to as second in command. Yeah, I they we let that slide though, didn't it? Because Picard's going through a bit of a migraine. Yeah, it should so, have been well, technically should have been second officer. Second officer. Oh, this is my second officer, Data, not second in command, because that's. But he had a headache. Come well, on. Yeah. And during the description of the Picard maneuver, where even right, so I'll get back to this in just terms of I don't want to call it ability as an actor, mm. because obviously when. Crusher got possessed for the first time a couple of episodes ago. Yeah, that and was she found, messy here. Yeah, and she <laughs> she found herself on the bridge and she's like, I'm going to go back to the... You're right, yes, I'm fine. I'm going to go back to a medical now. And um, didn't say anything to anybody, mm. which only compounded the situation. <laughs> Picard just didn't... He, he, you know, he, in, in the observation lounge, Yeah, when he's talking about it, <laughs> and he's, 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 he starts... Getting, I don't know, was it post PTSD food? And he uh, just turns to him and goes, Oh, I- I'm getting quite involved in this act. <laughs> yeah, but Picard's always that guy that is, uh, what's the term I'm thinking of? He always tries to be above it, and when he isn't, it's quite a novelty for him. Yeah. The whole little, oh, yes, I'm just going to oversee all this nonsense. Oh, I'm actually part of this. Well, it's quite fun, actually. I can see why the command crew get involved every two weeks. <laughs> so, to me, it got me because even the voice was like, hey, I'm getting a bit involved. In <laughs> I'm getting really caught up, aren't I? That was his time, not in London, but in uh, Lancashire, I think. Up the North End. Yeah, so while, I was, while um, Riker was describing the uh, Picard manoeuvre, I came to the conclusion that Riker actually wrote the Urban Dictionary article. I'm not going to describe it on the podcast because it's for other people to find out. But do you know what the Picard manoeuvre is on the Urban Dictionary? Wow, you were really, you really hung over. We actually went over this last episode. Did we? Yeah, and I guessed it. Oh, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. My yeah. brain cells and um, synapses are not firing. I've kind of put the so in Family Guy, Stevie mm. Griffith, the Untold Story, when they were practicing. Imagine that going really, really fast so it became one image. That's correct, isn't it? Or, or the sensation of the one image. <laughs> uh, basically, one item, two holes, same time. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, all through this episode, um, Patrick Stewart got his thespian out again. Yeah, this was a very, all right, Patrick, we're just going to give you some lines, do with them what you can. And he enjoyed what he was doing. Hats off to the man. Then his father... I mean, I, okay, we'll go to this later. Um, I should find out what's happening. But uh... No, only about two and a half. I've just wrote two lines of Picard acting, so I must have liked it. <laughs> During the confession, because when they, when they get the... Cons- when they get the... Cons- when they get the... Stargazer. Stargazer back. Excelsior again. When they get the Stargazer back, they add the logs back in and they record... 
yeah. find the recorded confession of Picard. Yeah, which you said is actually not Picard anyway. They used previous clips and chopped it up. Yeah, I, right. That's only in the back. I don't think it is. At the, at the very most, it was something to do with like Stephen Hawking. Yeah, but text to speech. Yeah, and because he did originally have he he did all the words and all that when he mm. was when he could still talk, and. Um, by the time so they could cut all the words out and make make his sentences from words that he'd never actually originally said, but by the time they had that technology ready, his voice was the robot voice. Yeah, and you can't imagine Stephen Hawking without the robot voice. Yeah, so he did. He decided not to do it. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, and uh, speaking of which, have you seen uh, the? Oh, it must be twenty years old now. Uh, but BBC did a the documentary about Hawking called Hawking, uh, but it was a. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Stephen Hawking. It's really good. That's not that old. I'm sure it's a twenty. I can rem- no, um, because it was it was Benedict. How old was Benedict? I mean, I, I think he was just out of acting school at the time. I can I can remember something of it because it was at a train station or something, and he, he that's when he figured out that it will goes back and forth. Yeah, I'm. Ju- I was not in school. That came out. I was I was living here, so I, it was in like no. ten. No, I'm sure that was at 2005, 2006. I, I might bow, I'll bow to your knowledge on this, but mm. I'd have watched it. No, because that was the first ever thing I saw Benedict coming my tits on. Uh, well, look, we don't kink shame. <laughs> no, that, no. Unless, unless your kink is getting shamed. <laughs> uh, no, that was just a reference, because he did an interview one time. Uh, I think it was for the Star Trek movie, actually, that he was in, because he played Khan, didn't he, without the face paint. And the, the interviewer was talking to him, and he said, like, you've got a quite unique second name. What's that something that somebody's called you that, that has got it completely wrong? And he said, the Benedict, come on my tits. And he's like, I shouldn't have said that. That's a different person. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just like in the long run calm because he can't pronounce penguin. Penguin, pingu. Have you not seen that? No. Um, he, he he's like one and only time trying to do a. I don't know if he is or not. I think it's in America. Penguin Farm or whatever it's called. All right. And they just thought, and he, I was he, thinking Penguin Books because the publisher for kids books is Penguin. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. No, it was some sort of uh, nature program. Oh. And he would they would do the thing on penguins. And he has to say it about seven or eight times. And he gets like the first two, and then he says penguin and ping penwing. And he just gives up halfway through it. He's now terrified of the word. I try not to comment on other people's pronunciation because my L's and my R's get confused quite a lot. It, it's not that, it's you it can't pronounce it. Mm. it. It's just something with the word. I mean, I've, I used to have it with, I used to have it with chassis, car oh. chassis. Uh, um, uh, my dad has it with digital. He can't say digital. He says digital. Everyone has it. So this is a weird that no one knows until it's too late. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I can't pronounce that one. I kid at school uh, when I when I was a school kid, obviously mm. as well. With my friends at school. Yeah. I'm not like warfare or anything like that. Yeah. I don't we'll go into that later. <laughs> <laughs> We're going through a Brupoli one. There's a very good one in Michael Dawn. Oh. <laughs> it was always show you the, the blooper on this episode as well. Where's this build in, in Delaware? <laughs> That's just uh, Brent. That is. Yeah, I, you can tell like that most of the cast had fun doing this in the first in the first season, apart from Patrick Stewart. <laughs> We're not here to have fun. Yeah. So um, there was some circuit diagrams. 
Yeah, some some logic boards and some whatnot. Yeah, I was say. Maybe a two-stage amplifier thing from that's three rats college. That was one it. Yeah, uh, I wonder if they ever blew up a transformer. We didn't blow up a transformer. We blew up a capacitor. No, I think that was expanding rapidly. I think... <laughs> along with the sine wave expanding rapidly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <there laughs> which was, was, was which that... was your fault, but it turned out to be our fault because we didn't check what you picked up. <laughs> how like how have you done this? This is supposed to do ten times the, this capacity. <coughs> I don't know. It just happens. No, I can remember that. It was uh, <coughs> it was it was Paul. Uh, no, uh, I thought it was Andy. No, it, I, I'm pretty, uh, right. I can remember Paul. Oh, I think Paul being there. Oh, it might have been Andy actually. But yeah. it was. It told us what to do. It was like right, okay. So I'll get the signal generator. David will get the oscilloscope. You get the parts. And that's all I heard. And then we got them all together. <laughs> And the next thing was, well, what's wrong? You got the wrong one. Is and Paul came over. Was like, what happened? We blew it up. And it's like, I did tell you that there was two capacitors in here, and you had to make sure which was which. <laughs> it's like, well, I got the signal generator. I got the oscilloscope. Brian, you yeah. should have checked me. <laughs> <laughs> We're working in a, as a group. We all check each other's work. <laughs> <laughs> that was. <laughs> That was so funny watching going, is it on guys? Yeah. And I'm like moving it and it's going, it's, the sound was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm like, guys, there's something wrong here. And I'm like, what's wrong? Well, they're saying the capacitor's getting bigger. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it, was, it might have been, I'm sure, I might have been Paul because I remember this talk about, yeah, well, we used to test capacitors in here and mm. in the room we test capacitors, there's like whole holes in the wall from where they all hit the, hit the ceiling. Uh, I'm thinking, oh, we dodged a bullet there. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. It, it, it would have been fun to see. Yeah, because Damo was on in the middle. <laughs> he would have had it. Hey, Bane Damo. Yeah, um, so that machine that Damon Bock brings over is basically a PTSD machine. Uh, I, I want to know how they sort of synced it to Picard's brainwaves, though. I understand for plot convenience it's only aimed at Picard, but if this is the first time that they're actually meeting, how did... Especially when the ship was... In another system to begin with. Right, I should just stop top of my head now about that, because I was thinking to that, I thought that empaths can't read. Empaths cannot read minds, they can only feel emotions. No, I mean, they, uh, um, hmm? um, Beta Zeds couldn't read the thoughts or sense the thoughts of uh, Ferengis. The, there is some along those lines, because uh, doesn't Luxwana Troy on DS9, she can't read Quark. Yeah, this might have been something that we didn't know until then. Uh, I'm sure uh, Diana could do that. Uh, on this, because she has a counsellor, she's just picking up on body language and mannerisms. Because uh, she did stop, she did. Uh, she ordered the, the cut-off as well, that was weird. Yeah, it's... Like, what? <clears throat> yeah, just go over the captain, and the captain talks to someone, and she's like, no, <laughs> I want a word. Uh, I think it's like if you're a member of the UN, you get one veto. I think yeah. that was her cut off. Right. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, councillor, you have used your cut off. Uh, you now have to wait two years before you can use another one. Uh, so my my thought to that is the uh, Ferengi are um, more shielded against any sort of empathic attack. Mm. So this machine would be naturally stronger. It would be used to attack that if it was it's a band machine. Yeah. In, in their world, so it must be really strong, which means, like, to a mere human, human, human it would probably, you know, calibrate quite easily. That's, that's, that's just techno babble. Yeah, get that. Um, I mean, I say it just kind of for me, it's that oh, it's directly aiming at Picard, so they must have Picard's brainwaves somehow. 
in order to just direct it at him. Uh, but as we've explained in a previous podcast, not everything needs to be explained. It just kind of was niggering me during the episode. Yeah, I, I mean, if they've if they've got um, they had they had the stargazer, so they had all the logs on there. Obviously, they managed to forge on putting on there. Yeah, and because medical records to be on there. Oh, I was just going to say because <laughs> medical records. Yeah, it is possible. Hmm. Well, because they didn't talk about it, doesn't mean it's not possible. Yes. Uh, good old deductive reasoning there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realise that until that, that the whole thing about PTSD. Until I was watching it, I was thinking, yeah, there's, there's a lot of similarities in there. Uh, not in your face. That, nah, nah, like, we're not getting slapped by a wet fish. Looking in your direction, Discovery. Leave it, leave it, leave your track. Leave, it's not your track. <laughs> says, says the right wing one that's very... <laughs> thing is i'm not that light wing i'm i'm more of a centrist no it's it's just centrist now or deemed light wing by lefty weirdos you you said by your own (coughs) mission you're you're more accepting except being right wing so i was doing that for comedic slash dramatic effects so please set centuries to the most um fascistic out there give that i think you're thinking of the libtards no not at all a centrist will say i've just pooed my pants the left are making fun of me, and the right are making fun of me. I must be doing something right. Satire in my soiled pants. Uh, uh, you've you've they, you've just described the discovery lighters. Well, then you should have something <laughs> in common with them. Then, <laughs> lawyered. <laughs> Speaking of college again, hmm? we found out that Riker BS'd his way through Starfleet Academy, or specifically the area uh, of tractor beam conservation. Yeah. Uh, well, the ship cannot stop, so. It's on inertia, or just travel. Yeah. Even, even physics, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like in the Traveller episode. Oh, we can't go in the verse. Nobody has at this speed. Well, nobody's ever been this fast before. <laughs> uh, which is a bit hangy, because if you think about it, to go slower in space because inertia and whatnot, you would have to have engines both sides of the ship. What do you mean? Well, because you have to stop at an equal amount of force as you're going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, so you'd have to have engines at the front of the ship in order to put a, enough power to make you stop. It's, um... Thinking. Yeah. Uh, in, because yeah. they've got, like, thrusters and stuff to slow down there. And I'm guessing there's, like, yeah, there will be. I mean... Uh, uh, no, I'm just bringing it up because I've read a book recently that where that is, like, this uh, human crew mm. is getting attacked by this ship that they don't know what is the front and the back end because it's, like, perfectly, like, spherical. Uh, because it's the best design for a ship <laughs> in space. Well, you never know. Maybe you know whenever the whenever the end stops, or maybe it doesn't really stop because it goes into orbit every time. Mm. It goes to a full stop. Maybe you just don't see it spin around full one eighty, and then the <laughs> the impulse engines kick in for a bit, and they spin around again. <laughs> Why are they doing that? <laughs> Why don't they just put an impulse engine at the front? And... Mm. All right, Commander Data, we're going to drift and then hit fill the verse. <laughs> Eurobeat intensifies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I need to watch that again. That uh, someone on YouTube's actually done like a Star Trek mix to the ship going bit to you the beat. My favourite quote comes on next. Uh, I'll go past that later. Yeah. Um, the next thing is as acting captain, cap, captain, captain, captain. Once again, Riker saved the day. Yeah, that is pulling the the ship and crew out the fire a wee bit, isn't he? A few times. Well, they that was the thing, wasn't it? I mean. 
everybody on that ship because it is the flagship of the federation should be the best at their job so picard would have one of the top officers as his second in command but he wasn't though he had him the only reason he had him was because he um he didn't let the captain do something yeah yeah and proper brown nosing i've got to see he came from another ship and they called him a troublemaker no because they his previous captain wanted to go on an away mission and like it was like no, you're staying there. Yeah, even though it was... Um, oh, my goodness. This is going to be a terrible episode. Ah, uh, it, it, it is a wee bit choppy, to be fair. Yeah. But this is what happens when it's just like up all night drinking. I wasn't up all night drinking, but I'm just tired. I was up all night anyway. I'm not hungover. I'm just tired from being up all night drinking. Right. <laughs> it's yeah, a bad I feel... I, 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 I mean, this is my karma, because the amount of toilets I've destroyed... Oh, even that break. Stop, I need to go to toilet. Why are they fought and that smell it? Jesus. Can't hold it, it's not in your hand. I don't want to try. <laughs> I don't want to try. So, yeah, did you find it a bit strange as well how Laika uh, had a private conversation with the other first officer? I mean, is that a common thing that happens? Just, oh yeah, uh, just the first officers are going to go off and just have drinks and bitch about the captains. <laughs> um, well, they'll do it in lower decks, don't they? see each other um i think it was more of a his captain was in well it was incapacitated because he t- told him to take the bridge didn't he yeah your command and he knew or he had an inkling that their captain was acting a bit strange as well yeah because he wasn't doing anything for profit yeah which is like a ferengi red flag <laughs> what that's for free no that's, price. That's, that's that's yeah. That's the uh, the Ferengi BDSM community. <laughs> <laughs> the Ferengi. <laughs> you know what you say, aren't you? You know what you say. Uh, no, I'm just thinking that like the 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 Ferengi kink is opening a charity. Oh, Bear's lighting something down. He doesn't want it. Or like. No, no, down. it's it's what you do. This is the Ferengi BDSM community. What they do. Fairies. No. Oh, goddamn free hogs. What <laughs> oh. it is though. Think about it. They every, every time I see that sign, it just makes me cringe. Oh, free hugs, free hugs. No, you're just a sweaty nerd that can't get a female to touch you and just wants somebody to put your arms around you. And I've just alienated a lot of the community. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I personally don't care. If someone wants to give a hug free, they want to offer a hug, that's fine. I just thought it was funny because it's literally, it's it's the, it's the BDSM of the, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's free hugs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I might have to sit down at one point, like just for S and Gs, that like, just like go through the Star Trek laces and work out which of the what kinks. Hug <laughs> for free? No profit. What would the Lomulans be? Really dirty. because uh, I feel that Lomulan is kind of just anything goes. Uh, very weird. Yeah. Oh. Like that. What about the Cardassians? Uh, well, Truth like, or dare? <laughs> <laughs> An actual fair trial. <laughs> Everybody already knows the verdict, even before the trial starts. Apart from this one. <gasps> yeah, yeah, that would be Cardassian porn. Something where you don't know what the ending is. <laughs> What's going to happen? I don't know. Well, yeah, because I saw um, Garrick, he doesn't like the books. The thing because he didn't know the end. Yeah. So teasing, so scandalous. <laughs> so many twists and turns. That we don't see coming, I don't know. <laughs> it, it was all true. Even the lies, especially the lies. I'll have to get back about the Romulans. Yeah, I can't think of the Lomulans because they're cruising the name. They're basically based on ancient Lom, and well, there's nothing off limits. <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla. <laughs> 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 
hand-holding. Ah, no, that's a Kringons. <laughs> it, like, it would have to be something to do with a power dynamic because the Romulans always want to be in charge and stuff. That So it'd be that kind of really demeaning stuff. Maybe. What, Captain Reversal? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, that's... Um, I could pad out the last blood minutes with the... With your favourite quote? Oh, uh, I haven't really got one, but I have got like a favourite segment. It's like when Data's like, oh, uh, yeah, we can just do this, this, or this. Oh, brilliant, Mr. Data. That'll work. And Data's like, well, of course well, <laughs> well, of course. You better like, be right. Always so. <laughs> yeah. That. I, I would have thought you would have had the um, Picard one at the end. Let the past be the past or something. I did like that, but I'm kind of going along the lines recently of that we shouldn't forget the past. That Picard quote is kind of, oh, the past is the past, let's forget about it. And it's like, no, we should learn from the past. We shouldn't actually just leave it. Um, mine's actually, you know, I've threw a lot of shade on Wesley, but I, I just, I, I giggled at myself at the, yeah. you're welcome, ladies. Adults. Uh, yeah, because he was only in like, the two to three scenes, wasn't he? So he it wasn't, wasn't that, that bad. They were rolled him back in a little bit. Apart, but he doesn't like this episode. This was like the episode where the fans turned on him, which I could probably see when he first started, and he was, he was like that. I saw, I, I, I saw this. Just glanced at these um, intricate readings. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, they look exactly the same as the one I've seen. Oh, I'm just going to use my I'm smarter than everybody sense. Oh yes, these are the same ones as I had in engineering. No, no, that's a little bit too contrived for its own good. I wonder if, because we giggled at the at Troy going, we had some low intensity. Oh, I wonder if she actually forgot the words. I, I kind of hope it is uh, the actress forgetting her lines because a Starfleet officer not knowing the term l- low intensity. It's getting, oh, come on, what are you doing? I don't know, it, it just makes you, is it, was it put in just to make Wesley seem even more smarter and then a bit silly, or I just hope it was a forgetting the line thing, because it would have been really funny, because like, oh, we can't, you know, just, just just go through it. Line, low testing, thanks. <laughs> to check. I mean, was it a, was it a Brent Spine thing? Data thing? Life forms? Life forms, you do life forms. Where are you? Yeah. It might have been. Possibly. I hope it. To be fair, I need to go back and watch that because it's, you know, if it's a cut, um, an outtake or not by the other actors turning around going, huh? Yeah, or if somebody spikes the camera. <laughs> it's a, oh, we should have checked that. Oh, yeah, they weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> oh, how can you tell? Because that person in the background has spiked the camera, so he's looked at it just to see if it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looped away when it realises they're going to go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Talking at you, Martina Sertes. I hope they don't murder them in the new series of Picard because I've got a feeling that they're just going to step in so many toes. I really, really, really hope we see some lower decks characters in Picard. I don't because I want them to stay in their own animated universe. Uh, like, <laughs> they, the only thing I'll accept, and I'm sure I've brought this up before, is just Picard or just Geordie or something that just going through a data pad and like, <laughs> you know just it's a brink and you miss it moment but it's like oh well, yeah, the great beard of the galaxy thing yeah <laughs> oh, just data going through the crew manifest and all of a sudden you get an animated picture of someone <laughs> yeah <laughs> Brad Boimler oh, oh yeah the Boimler effect <laughs> the thing is it, it must be because uh, it's established in season one of Lower Decks that Riker knows Beckett Mariner. Yeah. Because they just used to smuggle shit together. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't know, where do they get all the school shit from? 
Also, Boimler used to work under Leica on the Titan. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's, there needs to be something there. Uh, I, I wonder if it's, oh, yeah, we get a strip. We got a, um, yeah, we, we well, obviously they're going to come together and all that. It's like, oh, I've got a ship. I've got some people here. Well, I've got Boimler in. <laughs> Cap- Captain Boimler. As much as I like Bo- Boimler, he's not Captain Material. He's, he's growing the beard. I, I, I don't think Boimler's Captain Material. I think he would be a very good first officer. Well, but that's, a, that's how you get to captain, though. The, he grew the beard, yeah, the, the, uh, the second he went the Borg, the Borg mission. <laughs> do it again. Do it, do it again. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm just about to do it. Uh, Boimler, we need you to screw up majorly. But I'm about to get 100%. You, you can't finish it. You have to stay in there so the trial continues. <laughs> uh, for me, the true Boimler growing the beard moment was at the start of Series 3 when he was on the vineyard and everyone was going, <laughs> Just wash yourself off. <laughs> Brad, what do I do for these grapes? The white one's going here, the red one's going here. <laughs> They, and they did carry it on a little bit because there's a couple of scenes later on in series three where you find out a few of the female crew members do actually like Boimler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mara's is like, I'm going to step away from this conversation. <laughs> oh, and they, what about Brad? Is he all right? It's like, Whoa, what the heck? Because <laughs> they, they made him a joke in the first and second series because he had that parasite which made the other crew member want to win. Yeah. <laughs> And I didn't like that. I was like, don't, do not turn him into another Geordie. Please do not turn him into another Geordie. But they have and they haven't. I, I, I don't think it. I think he's just more... Actually, interesting question about this now. Yeah. How old are they? Ooh. Because what? they look young, but as you said before, they're they, going to be older. Yeah. And they're going to be... What? They aren't captains yet. They aren't even fit to still lower decks, but a mariner is friends. People that went, went to the academy with friends who are now captains. Yeah. So she's got to be in the 50s. Nah, nah, because uh, later on in TNG, there was, like, a very young captain, wasn't there? It just kind of depends if there's a ship available or you've made your way up. Uh, I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, it might be Data or somebody said that the average term for to ensign to the tenants about seven years. That So if you work that out, that means seven plus another seven plus whatever. I think, I think they're older. They haven't really got, you. they haven't talked about age. But I think they got to be. Uh, yeah, because uh, Sam, he's just out of the academy, isn't he, really? Yeah, yeah he left and he got... Uh, the, he was in the academy when his face blew up and he got the augmentations. I'm going to say a conservative estimate of the cast of Lower Decks. They're about 25 to 28. Maybe Tendy. Mm. Uh, I, I just I, think Boyne was a lot older than... I would I would say Tendy would be younger. Yeah, ten, yeah. Yeah, I think Tendy would be like 21, 22. Yeah, she's got that um, enthusiasm. Naivete. Yes. E- but I think Boyle and Mariner are actually a lot older than I think. I'd I'd say they're at the top end of the spectrum at 28. I wonder if... Oh, what are you memory alphering it? You never know. Because I, I don't think they've get, ever given a date of birth. Uh, no. Brad Boimler. Oh, okay then. Huh? <laughs> We're not the only ones. <laughs> okay. Top search. Or, the, or Google's just listened to a conversation and it knows what to, we're going to search for. Mm, maybe. Yes, AI overloads. Uh, we're one of the good ones. Do not enslave us. It's not really. Now, let's say that for my money, Boimler and Mariner, probably 28. Love of Third, 24, 25. And Tendy's probably 21, 22. Oh, 
Okay, yeah. I didn't know about this. Mm. Strange New World Season 2. Yeah. Is it out? Not at time of the recording. Right. Last last thing I heard, they were filming. I've just seen something on Star Trek Reddit. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll, I'll quote directly. <clears throat> it's 18 days old, this poster. So, in Season 2 of Strange New World, our boy Boimler and Mariner are guest starring in an episode. I'm pretty excited to see how they execute it. It's not the first time Star Trek has crossover episodes, but a cr- first crossing animation to live action. Uh, yeah, but that have to be some tiny wimey BS because Strange New Worlds is set like before the TOS. Or Brad Boimler and Mariner are really, really old. <laughs> uh, as long as they don't insult our I've, intelligence oh, yeah, and use time, can, time crystals again. Oh, uh, no, here's a reason for time travel, but discovery in Strange New Worlds. Oh, no, here's some Klingon time crystals. What? Just, just, just now. What have you found? I have um, now a screen wrap website. Oh, no, not Screen Rant. Oh, so Jack Quaid's going to be in it. So it's probably not going to be... Nah, we can give it... It'll be the actors, won't it? Much Hopefully. like Seth MacFarlane was in Enterprise. And then, screw you, I'm going to make my own Star Trek with Lucas and Bratjack. <laughs> yeah. In fact, forget the Star Trek. I I still say that the Orville is more Star Trek than Discovery ever was. You know I've been watching recently? Mm? <clears throat> On the bombshell of leaving... I've been watching Detect Detectorists. Don't think about Um It is people with metal detectors. <sighs> and oh. one of the running gags is whenever they ask him, I'm only on season two right now, so three seasons, mm. when they go, are you guys metal detectors? And every single time they go, no, this is a metal detector. We're a detectorist. I am so actively doing the Picard face palm meme at the moment. Right, okay. <sighs> I'll give you the one joke from there, yeah? This, okay. I was told this joke. This one got me into watching it. Because there's a mad farmer, and he's he's mad as a box of frogs. Yeah. And they have to get his permission to to melt it on his land. That's just the backstory. Yeah. He's he's a mad farmer. The detective his field. It's a windy day. There's two of them there, and they're just, I'm doing the, the Mario melt detecting. No, 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 no. And they look up, and a trampoline rolls past. Windy day, obviously trampoline is uh, good for walkies. Uh, <laughs> they're a bit confused, looking at each other. It's like it's like trampoline. Yeah. Next thing, four by four rolls along the hill, and it's the mad farmer. He's like, "Hello there." Um, have you guys seen a trampoline come past here? He's like, yes, mate, it's just gone round that corner down there. And he's like, fantastic. Um, was there a child in it? <laughs> um, no. Okay, that was slightly amusing. And he's like, okay, <laughs> is it a good thing? Um, <laughs> potentially. And he drives off. Now, what I've been going back and watching recently is, did you ever watch uh, Forged in Fire? Uh, sword making programme? Yeah. No. Oh, it's absolutely fantastic. I love it. Make a knife out of this car or something like that, and they have to proper strip the car for a good piece of steel. Oh, it's, it's... Yeah, but you've got a knife fetish. you got a sword fetish. No, I've just well, got a weapon not as fetish. Demo, but, hey? No, I've just got a weapon fetish. A weapon fetish. Damon's got the sword fetish, hasn't he? Yeah, I don't think that bit like, but Damo likes the whole little, uh, not very practical and overly fancy artistic weapons. Sephiroth sword. Yeah. Busters. <laughs> Final Fantasy, Japanese sword. Yeah. What do you reckon a battle look like there? I think it looks alright. And just uh, say I got it from a Klingon on one eye. <laughs> I cling on with one eye. Oh yes, he, that we can get it. he had it after I took the battle from him. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we call this a wrap because at the time? Yeah, go on then. Okay then. You've been watching the Growing the Beard podcast. This was episode eight. And sorry for the lambering, but I'm yeah, not sorry. You know what to expect by now. Yeah. Email See us you at, next time. Email us at Growing the Beard Pod. At gmail.com. <laughs> like, subscribe, and comment below. Ta-ra. Toodle peps.
Yeah, bears messing about with the little on wand. the fly. It's yeah. okay. Still gone bad. Kaka, Kaka. Only you can make this world seem like. 